you're going to have access to so many deals that you can just make an offer before they even go in the market. You're going to understand if they are good deals or not. And you can even put your commission <laughs> into that deal. So it's a hands down, I think, a phenomenal way to get started. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of fluffy stuff with us today. Steph Boldrini. How you doing, Steph? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much, Joe. Well, I'm glad to hear you're wonderful. And it's my pleasure. A little bit about Steph. She's a full-time real estate investor. She began her journey actively seeking out long-term, low-maintenance, recession-resistant asset classes. And now her portfolio consists of car washes. We'll talk about that, of course. Self-storage and short-term rentals based in San Francisco. With that being said, Steph, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Absolutely. So I have been in tech sales my whole career, just by being in Silicon Valley, I ended up working at startups and started learning about commercial real estate with a person that I was dating, who was a very successful real estate investor, and decided to start learning as much as I could from him and taking all the notes that I could possibly take. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's how I got into real estate. What was it about that conversation or conversations with the person you're dating that piqued your interest about commercial real estate? I was investing as an angel investor in a few startups. And as an angel investor compared to real estate, it was hands down real estate, a much, much better, safer, and more profitable form of investment. And that is why I decided to focus on real estate and forget about startups, at least from an angel perspective, not venture capitalists, not buying shares in the secondary market, which can be profitable, but as an angel investor. Okay. So safer and more profitable to incredibly compelling reasons <laughs> to switch it up a little bit, but there could be alternatives to angel investing where, as you said, angel investing is incredibly risky or an aggressive investment. Why not scale it down into other types of investing? Did you look at any other type of investing before you went into commercial real estate? Does crypto count as investing nowadays? I don't sure, even know I think so. I think, that, I think it's official now. <laughs> I think so too. So recently got into crypto, even though I don't believe in it. I think it's all air, but you have to just adapt and also in the stock market a little bit. Okay, got it. All right. So what was your first deal? First, it was a portfolio of car washes and self-storage. And I just came across it because it had a self-storage facility in it. And I said, how hard could it be to learn about car washes and managing it remotely? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds super simple. No issues at all would ever come up with that, right? Zero. (laughs) There are zero moving parts in car washes. (laughs) So you're in San Francisco. Where is this portfolio of car washes and self-storage? It's in north of Texas. In North Texas or North of Texas, like Oklahoma? North Texas. North North Texas. Texas. Okay. What city in North Texas? I'm actually from DFW, so I I might know this city. Amarillo. Ah, (laughs) I went to Texas Tech. So yes, just (laughs) north of Lubbock. Okay. There you go. All right. So this is in Amarillo. 
you are not an Amarillo. You are in the opposite of Amarillo in multiple ways that's defined. You're in San Francisco. So how much was it? And then just tell us about it, please. Yes. I don't really talk about numbers, but what happened was that I managed to negotiate better pricing because car washes by nature, they take a long time to sell. So that's a value add in itself. You can negotiate there. The cap rates are higher and there are a lot of value adds in car washes that I had no idea existed. So it has been a crazy journey, both good and bad, because it does take a lot of your time, especially as you're learning a brand new asset class, but the returns are incredible. So determining if I would do it again, but in the process of putting things in a very organized manner, delegating as much as possible, finding the best employees in town, even though you have to pay them double, Mm -hmm. I do not care because obviously the returns they make the car washes smoothly and it pays for itself as you know. (laughs) Well, I've never owned a car wash, but (laughs) I'm looking forward to learning more about that in the self-storage. So help me with specifics on this because you said there's a lot of value add and lots of stuff, but profitable. But in this show, we want specifics. So can you share some specifics of the deal? Absolutely. So with regards to cash on cash, we are today at at least 46% and it's going to go up next year because we use the income to pay for some actual credit card machines in the property. So it's going to increase. Me, me, myself and I. Oh, you are we. Okay, got it. All right. So sorry, I interrupted. So you use income to pay for credit card machines? Yes. So that's one of the value adds for car washes. Today, there are a lot of people that are retiring, that are old school, that they only accept coins. And that is definitely a number one priority if you want to add value to a car wash that only accepts coins. Because normally with coins, the timer goes down and people have that four minutes to wash their cars. With a credit card, the timer goes up and they take their time to wash their cars. So that by itself already adds value to obviously the income. Other things that you can do is add a dollar acceptor, which makes it a lot easier for people to not think about putting so many coins in there, especially nowadays with inflation. You can implement a subscription. So I'm sure a lot of people here have subscriptions to car washes, and that's just another value adds that you can add to these car washes that were owned by some older people. You can add the pet wash, believe it or not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And one last thing that you can do is rent a piece of your land in the car wash to a snow cone vendor. So that's another (laughs) value add. (laughs) Apparently they go hand in hand together. (laughs) All right. That makes sense. Snow cone or food truck or or something like that. Exactly. Any permits needed for that? Not over there. But definitely California, you would definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, fair enough. The subscription for the car wash, what technology is used to track that? So I have not implemented the subscription for this one yet because it's a self-serve. So people wash their own cars and I have not seen value being added for self-serve owners. However, obviously the tunnel car washes, they thrive on the subscription business. So there are quite a few vendors out there that 
do that for you. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. What would this be worth if you were to sell it today? Great question. We would have to take a look at the returns and uh, I'd say, I don't know, Four or five. Four or five million. Mm-hmm. And that's just a car wash or car wash and self-storage? Just a car wash. Just a car wash. And you bought this as a portfolio. Uh, Correct. And it was what? One car wash and one self-storage? Three car washes and a self-storage. Ah, that's what I was missing. Okay. So three car washes and one self-storage. How many units for the self-storage? It's about 100. It's a small facility. Okay. And the three car washes, the four to five million valuation would be for all three of those. Correct. Got it. Okay, cool. How long ago did you buy it? A year and one month ago. Wow. That's a short turnaround for <laughs> four to five million. But what range? Just You don't have to give the exact numbers, but can you just tell us a range that you bought this for just so we have an idea of what it's appreciated to? It's around, let's say, two, three, more or less. Wow, that's awesome. How do you learn that business? If I were to do it again today, the first thing I would do is to go to a conference and meet as many people as possible so they can be your mentors and help you and guide you and share which vendors are actually the best one for everything that you need to implement. And also definitely have the best team in town. So get to know the people there, ask for references, who is the best person that you have ever worked with and build a very, very strong team. And you're going to learn, you're going to come across people that are not that great, but just hire slow, fire fast Mm -hmm. and take it from there and continue the journey. It's not without its bumps. So many things have already happened in this year. (laughs) That gave me quite a few gray hairs, but (laughs) it's part of the game. Any asset class in any job in any entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to learn more about those bumps, but before we talk about that, so that's what you described is what you would do now, knowing what you know, you'd go to conferences, meet a bunch of people, but how did you learn the business? I mean, you've at least 
doubled the value of the car wash in mm-hmm. a year. So mm-hmm. how did you learn the business and what steps did you take to successfully set this business up? Went there and spent some time there, installed cameras in indoors and outdoors, alarm system that notifies me who's in, who's out. Again, very good team. I have a great team of VAs that I hired to delegate quite a few things. But I learned by having the owner there available, which is another thing that I would definitely recommend, especially if you're remote. If you're on site, be available for about six months. If you're remote for him or her to be available for a full year, because you need to go through all of the seasons, snow, rain, and everything else that could happen and ask questions as you're learning the business. So that's definitely one of the very important things to do and put on your contract. Just so I'm tracking, when you say having the owner available, does that mean after you purchase it, having Mm -hmm. the owner as a consultant where you're paying him or her a fee? Okay. However, you guys negotiate it. It How did you negotiate it? What'd you do? I didn't. I just said, can you please help us? (laughs) (laughs) We have questions. And his son was also available to help So we also paid him some money to be there in the beginning of the transition period. Okay. So you paid the son to help out to be there Mm -hmm. during the transition period. And by be there, will you just define that? Is that the son is there a certain amount of hours every day or just he'll answer the phone call whenever you call and he'll respond to emails? In the beginning, he was collecting some of the money. And he was helping out whenever something broke and also teaching the employees how to run the business to an extra level that they did not learn until Mm -hmm. that point in time. So he was basically educating the employees and collecting money until I found somebody trustworthy that would be able to collect and deposit. How'd you find that trustworthy person? He was right in front of me. He was one of our best employees. (laughs) And we also have a coin counter machine in every single car wash. And so we know exactly what's coming in and we can make sure that we understand if they're collecting everything or not. And when you say he was one of your employees, what was he doing before? He was actually working at the car wash doing just daily maintenance. And then we just gave him more hours to do the full management during the transition. So these are self-serve car washes, and I must be picturing something wrong in my head. With self-serve, I just picture a structure, some hoses, my car pulls up, I get out, I wash it, I leave. There's no employees there. Oh, there are. We have to (laughs) collect. We have to collect trash and collect money and clean everything. It's unbelievable how many things can break. There's some vandalism once in a while, people trying to break in as well. So there are all kinds of things that do happen that we do need them there daily, every single day of the week, and sometimes twice a day. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to start your own syndication business, or maybe you've tried, but you've been unable to get your first apartment deal? Well, it's hard. I know firsthand getting started in syndication is not easy. So have you considered working with a mentor? Imagine working one-on-one with a full-time syndicator who can help you do your first apartment building 
deal faster, help you avoid big mistakes, and scale your portfolio. If you feel like I'm speaking to you right now, then I want you to check out the mentoring program from my friend Michael Blanc, who specializes in helping people get started with apartment buildings. I've known Michael for many years now, and he genuinely wants to help people become financially free. He developed a proven system and has helped hundreds of people do their first apartment building deal. I know he can help you as well. To find out more, text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. I know Michael's going to take care of you. Go ahead and text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own apartment syndication business. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success in real estate. And follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners, then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Follow-up boss offers experts seven days a week you can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial, twice the length of the normal trial. For a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. How many employees per car wash? Oh, just one. One. Okay. Yeah. And they're part-time. So you need to have one part-time employee per car wash. Basically, yes. Basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. Let's talk about those bumps. What are some of the bumps <laughs> that's happened in the first year and handful of months since you've owned it? Within nine days, the roof caved on one of the car washes. Thank God for Nationwide. They are indeed by your side. <laughs> they paid within two weeks. And my best employee quit without notice. We had Why? thefts. He was just overworked. He had a full-time job. He did okay. end up coming back, thankfully. But we hired somebody else who was not great at all. Some of the pipes froze during winter time. We had a very bad vendor for credit cards that initially quoted us 15,000 and it ended up being more than 60. And we had homeless people around the property. And the latest one is that my best employee went to jail recently oh. <laughs> for something that he probably didn't do, but it's part of the business. So you just have to deal with it. Are you the management company? Yes. Right now. Yes. Okay. So you personally are the one who is overseeing the employees who then operate the business. Yes, because I did not know anything about this asset class. So I had to learn 
and take all customer calls, understand what their problems are, understand what is going on over there, understand the vendors over there, and really build the strongest team so far that I can find. When you say customer calls, that's people washing their car, calling a number that's on the machine because something's not working? Exactly. Exactly. That goes to your phone? Yes, through Grasshopper. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. In my previous life, I remember I knew what Grasshopper was, but remind me, what does that service do for you? Oh, it's just a voice over IP. They call the actual business number. It rings in your phone. So they never know, obviously, your number. You can text them back. You can issue the refunds, ask them to send them Venmo or over there is Cash App (laughs) information and just communicate with them a lot easier. What was the last phone call you got from a customer? related to? I put some money in the machine and it didn't give me any money back. And what do you say to that customer? We sincerely apologize for this inconvenience. And if they are on site, we try to refund them right away. And if not, I'll just ask them to send their Venmo or cash app information and we'll just issue the refund. Okay. So you're going based on trust that they're telling you the truth? Most people are telling you the truth. Yes. Got it. Have you paid one customer multiple times? That's why we ask them to text their cash app <laughs> yep. so we can keep track of it. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> this is uh, fascinating. Anything else related to the car wash that we didn't talk about that you think we should? Just use as much technology as you can for not only car wash, but all of your asset classes. Real estate is the last one to adopt technology, the last industry. So therefore, there are so many opportunities out there for Mm -hmm. us to be ahead of the game and be ahead of all the other people that are not adopting technology. What do your VAs do? They take care of the self-storage facility. Um, They're going, obviously, to be eventually transitioning all the phone calls to them. And they do whatever is happening that day (laughs) that (laughs) purchase things for the car wash and everything in between taking a step back what's your best real estate investing advice ever if i were younger i would definitely start by being a broker in the commercial field that would be my best advice why because you learn from being hands-on while you can still make money and you're going to have access to so many deals that You can just make an offer before they even go in the market. You're going to understand if they are good deals or not. And you can even put your commission (laughs) into that deal. So it's a hands down, I think, a phenomenal way to get started in your 20s. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes. What's the best ever book you've recently read? I was going to just talk about conferences, (laughs) the resource. Uh, Sure, yeah. Untethered Soul is the business, but... I recommend people going to conferences to build relationships and what, learn. What's, from the what's best. one that you've gone to that you got a lot of value from? Real estate guys, actually. Cruise. I got a lot of really incredible relationships from these people. Best ever way you like to give back to the community? I love giving back to specific organizations and taking calls from new investors that have questions. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing? They can... Find me on all social medias and I have a commercial only real estate podcast called Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z. 
We do not talk about residential or multifamily or my website, monicarlorei.com. Which is in the show notes. Steph, thank you so much for talking to us about your three car washes and answering all of my questions because I didn't know much about car washes. So thank you for humoring me. And I'm sure a lot of listeners enjoyed learning more about car washes as well. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much, Joe. Really appreciate it.